gonna zip up this giant suitcase. There! I got my toothbrushes, some extra socks, toothpaste, of course, face masks. Oh, hey listeners! Welcome back to Spectacular Science. I'm Akshay. I'm actually packing for my summer trip. But you know, because of this pandemic, I'm a little uncertain if I should go or not. I'm a little nervous, too. So that's why today I'm going to visit Dr. Mariyama's office. She's a psychologist, and I'm going to go talk to her. Hey, I'm running to her office. <laughs> Ten minutes later. <sighs> We're here at Dr. Mariyama's office. Let me just open the door. Hello, Dr. Mariyama. Hi, Akshay. Welcome to my clinic. What brings you here today? Um, I'm a little nervous to go outside during the pandemic, so I thought I'd ask you. That sounds great. You're in the perfect place. So I am Dr. Mariyama. I am a clinical psychologist. And psychology is a scientific study of mind and behavior, and clinical psychology is a subcategory of psychology and in the field of applied psychology. Applied psychology means that we apply theories and research findings about the human mind and behavior to help solve problems that we face as a human. As a clinical psychologist, I work in a private practice setting like just here. You are here right now mm -hmm. and provide therapy and consultation to children, teens, and families. And I also help my client navigate their life challenges and also treat mental health problems such as anxiety disorders. I am in the private practice setting, but there are many other settings that clinical psychologists work. And those include hospitals, universities, schools, prisons, and research institutions. And those clinical psychologists work together with other professionals conducting research, educating public policymakers, and advocating for people's well-beings. Wow, that's so cool. So what are some challenges that we face during this pandemic? I know one of them is uncertainty because I experienced that a lot. So definitely, there are many challenges that preteens and teens face. They're in developmental process of trying to establish their own identity by becoming more independent from their families and strengthening social relationships with their friends. Because of the COVID-19 pandemic, preteens and teens are faced with challenges that can complicate their developmental process. And there are many challenges youth face but maybe the biggest challenge is one you said uncertainty about the future. And with the new COVID-19 variant and continued spread, it is hard to judge when you, 
when and what circumstances you are safe to go out and be with others. And also it's unknown if and when school arrangement may change due to the potential surge in COVID-19 in your school or the areas you live in. And also because of the um, pandemic and sharing play in place the physical distancing, many preteens and teens may have not been able to spend time with their friends. And for many, team sports may have been a big part of their lives but they might no longer feel safe to participate. And some of you may worry about your own and your family's health, and others may have had somebody close affected by COVID-19. And these are the all some of the challenges and significant challenges that preteens and teens face during the COVID-19 pandemic. Now, how can we cope with these? So because of these challenges during the COVID-19 pandemic, Preteens and teens may experience negative emotions at times, such as feeling anxious, disconnected from their peers, bored, lonely, overwhelmed. But good news is there are many coping strategies to manage stress and anxiety during the pandemic. And today I will share five coping tools for preteens and teens, just like you and your listeners. Okay, I'm in. So what's the first coping tool? <laughs> coping tool number one is to focus on what you can do. During the pandemic, many things seem beyond your control, but there are certainly things you can do something about. And it is helpful to create two categories of problems when you are faced with a chronic difficult circumstance, such as this pandemic. The first category is the things that you can do something about. And the second category is things that you cannot do anything about. So Akshay, can you think of things that go into the second category, which is things you can't do anything about during this pandemic? Well, I think one of them is, of course, the virus. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I know we can't do anything about the virus that's there, certainly. But if you focus on that, you know, you feel like you're at loss. How about the first category, which is things that you can do something about? So I think it's like um, protecting yourself, wearing masks, maybe good hygiene. Definitely, definitely. Those are the things that you can do. You know, something you can do during the pandemic to definitely protect yourself. So I wanted to go over examples of the things that you can do during the pandemic as a coping tool number one. So here are some examples of coping tool number one. Focus on what you can do. One is to establish and maintain routine. Routine is a usual order and way of doing things. And keeping a routine gives you a sense of control and predictability. So establish daily routine. A daily routine could be as simple as when you eat breakfast, what you do after breakfast, to what you do before bedtime. Establishing weekly routine is a good idea too. So for example, pick a day of a week to talk, take a walk with your parents, play a board game together, or maybe video call with a friend. 
So you have general idea of what you do each day and each week. Another thing you can do during the pandemic as a, a, something to focus on about what you can do is to organize and declutter your study area to get ready for the beginning of a new school year. This will help minimize distraction during your study time and help create an environment for you to focus better. Oh, whoa. My study area is a disaster. It's like a tornado came through and ripped everything up. Oh, dear, Akshay. But definitely, then that will be something you can focus and do something during the pandemic. Yes. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, here are a couple more examples of the things you can do during the pandemic. You hear a lot about pandemic from media and other people, but stay informed from reliable sources about the pandemic. So you choose your sources where you learn about pandemic and virus, such as CDC. And lastly, but not least, what you said, Akshay, is to practice basic hygiene and take preventative measures to stop the spread of COVID-19. And definitely this is something you can do. And those measures include, just like Akshay said, washing your hands, watching your distance and wearing your mask indoor public places if you're not vaccinated. So this is coping number, coping tool number one, focus on what you can do. And just as Theodore Roosevelt once said, do what you can with what you have where you are. Wow, that's really made a difference. <laughs> we have a couple more to go. Coping tool number two is to take care of your body. Taking care of your body helps you develop a robust immune system to fight off illness, but it also help you regulate your emotions and eat behaviors better. To take care of your body, eat healthy meals three times a day, stay hydrated, Drink enough fluid, ideally not sugary drink. <laughs> Exercise regularly. And maybe your team sport is not an ideal option for you right now, but you can find a way to exercise and stay active, such as taking a walk, going to a pool, or maybe riding a bicycle. <laughs> yeah, I actually take my time machine that, we, that I have to Mount Everest and kind of bike down. It's really fun. That sounds amazing. <laughs> you get a lot of exercise that way. Yep. I, mean, I think it's just safe. It's outdoor. Yes, it's outdoors. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, but not least, get enough sleep. When you get enough sleep, you can pay better attention at school and be creative and think new ideas and solutions to problems. Not only that, when you have enough sleep, your body can fight sickness so you can stay healthy and in a good mood and get along better with your friends and family. Awesome. So, yeah. Let's practice good sleep habits. For example, for good sleep habits, Go to bed at the same time each night and get up at the same time each morning. Make sure your bedroom is quiet, dark, relaxing, and at a comfortable temperature. Also, remove electronic devices from your bedroom, so no TV or cell phone, maybe computer. 
and avoid large meals before bedtime and get exercise during the day. Like, you know, bike ride down from Mount Everest. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that is coping tool number two. Take care of your body. Yes, that's so amazing. You know, my bedroom is kept at precisely 78.98888 degrees Fahrenheit. <laughs> that sounds very comfortable and very precise. Mm -hmm. Just optimal for Akshay's bedroom. Yep. Okay, that's two out of five coping tools. Now, what's the third one? Yeah, so the coping tool number three is to stay connected. Although you may not be able to see your friends in person, they're a creative way to stay connected with the advancement of technology. Such as maybe you can schedule regular virtual socializing time with your friend to play virtual video game together or start book club or maybe just chatting. Yes. It's not the same probably to see friends in person, but it's something. Yes, it's something better than just staring at a wall. <laughs> yes, you get feedback and interaction yes. more than from the wall. Mm -hmm. um, you can also schedule a virtual meeting or, or video calls with your grandpa, grandma, aunt, and uncle, or whoever don't live with you, and that'd be fun. And once school starts, stay connected with your teachers and communicate with your teachers. And that's part of stay connected. And if you feel there's an extra room for more, maybe find projects that may help other people. So that is coping tool number three, stay connected. Yes, I actually have a call with all of my friends every single week. It's amazing. That is amazing. <laughs> That's three out of five coping tools down. Now, what's the fourth coping tool? So coping tool number four is to take a break. When you feel anxious, stressed, overwhelmed, take a break from watching, reading, listening to news stories about the pandemic and do something relaxing. So Akshay, what do you like to do to relax? Um... Yes, I love to read books, especially in the sun. <laughs> so outside? Yep, outside. Perfect. So <laughs> reading books, listening to music, deep breathing, and meditation are good candidates for relaxation. And among those, deep relaxation is a valuable tool for calming your nervous system. Deep breathing is one of the best ways to relax your body and gives us opportunity to slow down. So let's practice some of the breathing exercises. Are you ready, Akshay? And your audience? Yes, I'm ready. Great. All right. So sit up straight. Okay. And put your one hand on your chest and another one on your belly. Got it. And take three nice, settling, gentle breaths. Okay. <sighs> and breathe in and out through your nose. And notice how your body moves with your breath. 
Wow, it's actually moving. <laughs> and just stay with your breath. And keep breathing for another five times. <sighs> wow, I feel so much better. <laughs> in and out. In and out. Last one. In and out. Wow. <laughs> I feel like a whole new different person. <laughs> um, sometimes it's not easy to stay with your breath because you have so much in your mind and your mind tends to wander and that's normal and natural but if you are too worried and too many things to your mind and cannot seem to slow down there's another breathing exercise that I recommend which is breath with subtraction. Do you like math, Akshay? Oh, yes. I love math. Great. <laughs> so this is a simple math, but I think it's useful um, with a breathing exercise. So breath has a cycle, and it start with inhalation. It's an in-breath, and then little pause, and out-breath, exhalation. <sighs> And then little pose. So that's one cycle. And I typically recommend breathing through your nose and so in and out through the nose. And this breath with subtraction is we I use number. So let's pick a number, let's say 50. Okay. So we'll start from a 50 and subtract three with each time you breathe out from the previous number. So I will um, demonstrate, okay. but when you practice this, you don't have to say the number out loud. So it goes like this. Inhale and exhale 50. Inhale, exhale 47. Inhale, exhale 44. So you see each out breath, I subtract three from the previous number. And mm -hmm. you keep going until you get to one or zero or minus one. Do you want to try? Yes. So let me pick huh, maybe four. Let's try four. So Start from four. Okay. So in, out. That's... So I'm going to subtract by two. So that's two left. And then in. And out. That's zero. <laughs> so I make it number complicated because the reason is to occupy your busy mind to bring back to your breath. So the complicated subtraction number make it um, more active. So your mind don't wander. Yes. And so we'll start from 50 or maybe 30 or 20. But just like I actually demonstrated, um, that's two, three breaths. Yeah. But um, you can do from bigger number. And subjects usually find um, odd number is a harder to keep track of. So I yes. pick those numbers. Wow. That's four out of five coping tools. 
Now, what's the last one? So the last one is being tool number five, ask for help. It's natural to feel stressed and anxious and down on a time during the COVID-19 pandemic. But if you find yourself not enjoying things as much or you worry it's getting in the way of doing things and continue to struggle to cope, it's important to reach out for help at an early stage. Talk to your parents about how and what you're struggling with. It could be about anything. They want to hear what you're going through. And talk to your teachers or counselors at school once school starts. And it could be as small as a question about an assignment. And if your parents think it's helpful for you, they may find a psychologist, someone just like me, to work with you and your parents. A psychologist will help you and your parents figure out ways for you to cope better and improve the quality of your life overall. It may take courage to ask help and seek help, but when you do ask for help, you can build your support team and you are not alone. And that's the last coping tool, ask for help. Oh, I'm on it. After this interview, I'm going to go build my support team. <laughs> so, Dr. Mariama, I'm actually going to school soon, and I want to know how can me and even other kids prepare for the opening of school? Well, Trey, that is a great and timely question. Uh, it's the end of the summer, and there are many of you, of, thank all of you, getting ready to go to school back to school in one way or another. So I went over five coping tools today. And remember, those are the tools you can use when you worry about uncertainty of the COVID-19 pandemic and the challenges you face during the school year. And you can start practicing those tools today, maybe right now or just after this podcast episode. And to recap those coping tools, tool number one was to focus on what you can do. Things like uh, establishing daily routines. Um, maybe your routine will change a little bit from summer to the school, but you can reestablish a new one for the school year um, that you will know how things go. And, you know, like we talked about, you can get your room ready for the school year and clean out, declutter, and create the space that you can focus better. Tool number two, take care of your body. So eat healthy meals and get enough sleep. You know, just having enough sleep will help you fight off illnesses. And, you know, your mood will be better, you get along better, you can think better. So that's really helpful and something you can do. And tool number three, stay connected. Because of the technological advancements, there are ways that created ways that you can stay connected with your friends and families and teachers. Coping tool number four, take a break. So when you get overwhelmed or feeling upset, just take a break. Do something relaxing and fun. Or the breathing exercise that we practice today. You can give it a try. And Last one is coping tool number five, ask for help. It's okay, even if it's something little, you can always ask for help. And there are people who want to really help you. 
And unless you reach out and seek help, they won't know that you need help. So even if tiny thing you think it's not important, just ask for help and start building your support team. Wow, I'm on those coping tools. Thank you so much for talking to me today, Dr. Mariama. I loved your answers. You're welcome, Akshay, and your listeners. I hope they find something useful from our episode today. Yes, and actually, if you check out the activity in this episode, you can find the detailed instructions for this breathing exercise that I did with Dr. Mariama. Now, what did we learn from Dr. Mariama today? We learned that there are many challenges during this pandemic, such as uncertainty. But that doesn't stop us. We can overcome them thanks to coping tools like getting for help and staying calm, focusing on the present, controlling things that we can control, and of course, breathing exercises. Please check out the breathing exercises in the activity in the episode notes below. Spectacular Science is produced and hosted by me, Akshay. Our theme song is by Charan Ramachandran. Special thanks to Dr. Mariama. And Dr. Mariama, I really enjoyed the breathing exercises we did together. Please visit our website, SpectacularSci.com, to find interactive activities, articles, blog posts, and all of our previous episodes. Please check them out. Please contact this podcast by going to SpectacularSci.com slash contact or email us at podcast at SpectacularSci.com. Please subscribe to Spectacular Science on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. We need your help to grow. Please recommend your f- this show to all your friends and family. Lastly, please write reviews and rate our show on Apple Podcasts. Thanks! Thank you so much for listening to this episode, and we'll see you on the next episode of Spectacular Science.